This episode of Playing for Last podcast isn't brought to you by anybody because we don't have any sponsors yet. But hey, you know, we could do a sponsor sometimes. If you want to hit us up or let us know if you want to sponsor the show, uh, let us know at playingforlaughs.com, which is our website. All of the links are there. And of course, as always, uh, all of us are playing and we're just performing and we're just having a good time right here. So nothing that we say in this podcast or in recording or anything like that should be viewed as any kind of representative or connected to any organizations or affiliation that we might be connected to personally or professionally outside of this game because that's just what we're doing we're just playing a game and that's all it is and so we're just playing all right enjoy the show i did just look at her toes and actually they look pretty good we're off the rails friday night I'm a sad, sad boy, and I'm dropping hits. <laughs> There's your t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Playing for Laughs podcast. And today we're going to play some D&D. Oh. So we're, we're all ready to go, I guess. How are y'all doing tonight? Friday night! Woo! Uh, so I mean, I'm undeterminable. Out of time, night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rudy, tootie, fresh and fruity. We are. We are, are we sponsored? Is that? Isn't that like a IHOP thing? Oh yeah. Are we sponsored by IHOP now? <laughs> I love pancakes. Oh. Oh, IHOP, email us. Uh, we're sponsored by IHOG. Inter- uh, IHOG. <laughs> yeah. I hog. I hog. You hog. International. Get the punchline out. Fair enough. International House of Goo. Uh. <laughs> Okay, next time interrupt him. Fair enough. <laughs> Azette has a bunch of eye hogs in a in a bag. Oh. That's eye hogs. So uh, going around the table, we have uh, Caleb Christensen. Oh gosh, Caleb. <laughs> are you My Caleb Christensen Fletcher? Say. Caleb Christensen Fletcher. Hey, words are hard. Words are hard. Hi, I'm Eric. Amanda. Hi, I'm Keith. Tonight, uh, the role of Abin rhymes with cabin will be played by me, Daniel Edgerton Dickey. Ooh, uh, ooh, I heard he got a Tony. And I'm uh, doing something here. I'm Matt, and uh, we're going to play some D&D. But first, hey, Keith. Oh, yeah. What's going on with uh, who the hell are we? Friday night. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're playing Flaps. We're an improv group out of Brunswick, Maine, uh, out of the theater project. We started playing improv things online, like you do when you're adults, and then we started to do improv in person, which was fun, and then we started to play improv in front of strangers, which when you take it to the, that level, like it's that's dangerous. what happens. Become a, uh, what's known as a semi-professional. I was thinking more like voyeur. But <laughs> that's, a, a voyeur is someone who watches oh. Keith. Yeah, could they I, pay to watch us, bro. Could we be amateurs? Could we be amateurs? There's a lot of money in amateur. Stuff. Uh, no, I, I thought we were like David Bowie and taking you to the streets. People on the streets. I was doing more of a jagger. Dancing in the streets. And he still takes it there. Yes, yes. You have to in order to go dance in the streets, gotta take it to the streets. You are correct, sir. 
It's the anyway. terror of so, so anyway, Keith. Moving on. <laughs> so watching we... your good friends say copyright. Fair use. People, uh, people pay to come see us do this, which is awesome. And thanks for well, coming. Um, not this. Well, they would. I mean. If this. you would like to see us play this, email us. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. If you want us to do these recordings live, if you want to stare at uh, seven people looking at a table for three hours, pay email, us. Email us. Yeah, pay us. We'll do it. Dan, you got to put a sexier spin on that. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Um, staring at the table. Anyway, so, uh, so we do improv. Uh, we do shows here at the Theater Project. Great little space. in Brunswick, Maine, where you can buy tickets to come and watch us play Dungeons & Dragons live. <laughs> so now we uh, play Dungeons and Dragons. We do improv. We do that too because it's super fun and we like to laugh. That's and speaking of the theater story. project, where our kind of our oh, yeah. our home base is, we have our Amanda. secret lair. Um, speaking of the theater project, I don't know when this episode comes out. Uh, this will be coming out the last week, uh, the second to last week of June. Of June. That's, that's, that's this week. I mean, it's coming out today. <laughs> you guys, we're dropping it live right now. If you're, not, if, you're, if you're not here, you're missing it. Email us if you want a live episode. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's sometime in July. Yeah. I, I, I can't keep track of all this crap. Is it between, that's your job, Matt. <laughs> that is literally your job, Matt. Um, so at the Theater Project... Now I'm being shamed into not knowing dates. I'm going to yes. say, uh, look at our website, theaterproject.com. At that point, I will have uploaded the new season, which Yay. will be a thing by then. I heard someone now. dies in this Time? <laughs> Drama. Oh. I think this, this episode should drop around July 7th. A man is my father? What? 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 <laughs> um, yeah, uh, look at our website, theaterproject.com. It'll drop in three weeks, thereabouts. From when we're recording, three weeks from today, June sixteenth. So when they when they listen to it, it'll be at least three weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, so this is riveting. I hope you would. I hope you're enjoying your poop. I, get in your DeLorean, go to eighty-eight miles an hour, come back, and you can watch this whole thing happen live. Just sit in the just sit in the theater project. Oh watch hey, it. someone just walked See, in. We will, uh, I am thirdly confused. Forty-five dollars a ticket. Thoroughly confused. We just time traveled. We did. What? Amanda, yep. are there any shows around July seventh? Yes, uh, <laughs> there are. So uh, July 6th through the 23rd is a musical called Squeeze Me on... Yeah, yeah. Uh, come see Squeeze so, Me. Do you want to ask so, a clarifying question? I do want to ask a clarifying so, question. What is the question? So, our, our, so Amanda has gone full Daniel Day-Lewis <laughs> and has gone full method acting and has become Armida. Yeah, she only has the memory of the last six months. I just don't want to see there your toenails, are, please. There are two small people in her house that she doesn't know who they are. <laughs> Um, anyway, we'll sort that off. off the, uh, we'll, what? So go to the theater project for information and squeeze me. For and, and, then, and then squeeze Amanda. Apparently, <laughs> is what is what the message there was was there. Uh, for clarity, squeeze and me is the name of the play. Nope. Don't if you see Amanda on the street, do not just like go and squeeze her. Please. Nope. That that is Amanda's name, and you should say, "Hey, squeeze me." And then uh, act on that. I mean, Caleb, you got a game for us. I did just look at her toes, and actually, they look pretty good. So that's 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 for Oops, our. That was Keith. in my head, not out loud. Sorry. Keith, that's that's for our wiki. Yeah. Save that for the wiki. That's where the real bucks come in. Is pictures of our feet. Um, today, um, for a warm up, uh, and hopefully get us a little focus from our silliness. Uh, You're off I, the rails. No, I'm hoping we could do a one word story. Oh yeah. To try to kind of center us to one word at Hell a yeah. time. 
Um, so this is going to be a one-word story, one word at a time, and hopefully we are able to tell a whole complete story um, as best we can. I see. We're going to be chat GPTing it. No, no. I mean, they, chat GPT only does yeah, one yeah, word yeah, at a time. Know. This is a theater game. All right. So. <laughs> we play this what? with the kids. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyhow, um, oh. Steve went to the store while he was drunk. Steve didn't know where the frozen spinach was and he really needed frozen spinach. Javier, the attendant, went carefully and shiftily behind the frozen foods aisle where Steve was looking for frozen spinach. Hello! Said Javier. Where are all your eyeballs? Steve looked nowhere. <laughs> but Steve wanted to find his beloved eyeballs. <laughs> so Steve pilfered the frozen pearl onions and groped Javier. <laughs> Menacingly. <laughs> Ooh, I feel eyeballs. Period. <laughs> Javier enjoyed Steve and invited him home to get. A milkshake. Steve accepted the end. Yay! Yay! All right. All right. And once and once again, before um, we start an episode, just to get to know ourselves, our, our characters a little more in this context, it's always good to uh, ask our characters an icebreaker question. Um, so if I, our characters can come to the table. <laughs> oh God! A hundred thousand people just I've, appeared on Matt's side. I'm, I'm the only one wearing headphones. And... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, today's today's question uh, for the uh, for our, our for our lovely um, uh, characters is: um, You have a choice of either turning invisible or flight. Which one do you choose, and why? 
Why don't we? Why don't we start? Uh, let's go the other way around. Okay. Way. So, how about y'all choose an NPC? It's go ahead. Dirk Cobain. Dirk Cobain. Uh, I, I didn't realize uh, we were just naming them. I thought we were just gonna do them. All right. I mean, Matt does the voices for Dirk, Dirk Cobain. Dirk, um, well, my, my my name's Marky, and I I I would I would choose invisibility. So, because I don't really want to be seen very much, and life is scary. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I do like somebody. Here's a curveball. Do knock. Okay. <laughs> see, see. I said it was a curveball. Ready, ready, ready. Ready. Was that, ready, was like, I got two knock. Go ahead and just start. No, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go, go a second. Ready, ready. Just start talking. Classified. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for indulging me on this. <laughs> See, I, I feel like this icebreaker works better in a world where that's a hypothetical question. Oh, fair enough. Let's, <laughs> let's, 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 oh, man, that's a, oh, that's better. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> what does? Well, you just found out that Marky can't go invisible. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe yeah. she can. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I remember. if you ask a fearball that question, they're all going to say flight because they oh. can already become invisible. Yeah, Amanda, you're recognized. I have a clarifying question. Uh-huh. Can people actually go invisible? Yeah, he, he is currently, I'm currently invisible. invisible in the game. Jonah I is forgot invisible. that. He's got the invisible you, you, ring you around will, him. You will be able to probably access a spell called invisibility as you gain, uh, gain strength. You'll be able to do that. Jonah's family went invisible during the battle. They did. Yeah, right. okay. And and the the uh, wizard who kind of appeared out of nowhere yeah. was invisible. Okay. Mm. Uh, but, had, but, but had taken action. So one of the rules is when you're invisible, if you want to do something, you can just stay invisible for like an hour or a few hours or so. But if you do something... Like an act, like a spell or an attack or something like that, mm-hmm. you come out of your invisibility. Mm-hmm. So that's why that wizard became available or became seen. Visible. And that dude went flying when I smacked him with my staff. Mm. Mm. I, I was gonna say, Jonah chooses flying, my dude. He goes ahead and swoops people up, brings them to their where they need to be. He does it for the love, man. He does it for the people. Jonah's flying services. That's what he would do. Also, can't he already turn invisible? It, that's not the point. It's, 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 I think it's the mentality of the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, it's the idea. It's like, why do you the choose justifi- that? The justification yeah. for it. You yeah. Know. yeah. Who's next? Garrick would like to fly as well. Uh, it'd be great to hover over the land with my sharp eyes and Ooh. see all the things from above. Mm-hmm. Plus, it would just be like, Great to fly like an eagle. Not, not, nope, nope. That's it. We can't say anymore. Don Don Henley will sue us. (laughs) Joe Walsh will sue us. You guys can Although Joe Walsh might not be aware of anything going on. It's me, Don Henley. (laughs) I don't know who, I really don't know who he is, so I just went with it. My school closed today. <laughs> yeah, Caleb is having a rough one. Caleb, we love you. We're glad you could make this and hope you have a little bit of fun today. I got a present for you. It's a bottle of Jameson. <laughs> Who's next? I'm not that deep. I'll go. Uh, go ahead. Ember would choose to be uh, invisible because that way she can uh, really be an anthropologist without disrupting the people she is viewing. Creepy as hell. Listen. <laughs> She doesn't do it because... That's just like... That's peeping Tom shit right there. <laughs> it's No, it's like... So, it's like when someone... Uh, I'm just kidding. When someone... Uh, what's the word? Like, gets into a ghillie Creeps. suit. Creeps. Gets into a, a ghillie suit 
to observe a community of apes. Okay. Apes are not humanoids. But I know that. <laughs> Technically, neither are giants. There's that guy in Maine who hid in porta potties with a camera. Did you hear about that guy? That was weird. No. <laughs> Yeah, no. Amanda, that. why are you looking so concerned right now that that Keith is bringing this up? I don't know. I've do never you, heard this. Oh, sure, you've never heard this. I'm sure. I think, I think it was. Uh, what What does Armada choose? You. Yeah, yeah. You want me? F- I think Armada would absolutely want to be invisible um, mm. to further try and pick people po- people's pockets on back rolls, like mm. last week. Mm. Cool. So what about Azet? I I I think Azet would need to like consult the uh, entrails of a small bird in order so to find out which elements. one is uh, no <laughs> entrails of a small bird. I mean, to find I'm, out which one is more uh, propici- pro- propitious. Pro- pro- Isn't that a, a, a medicine for no. hair loss? Promiscuous? <laughs> no. What? Do Describe I look like I know about medicine for hair loss? I don't know. You're wearing a hat. I, um, I, I, I do want to say exactly. one. I do want to say one thing. Uh, I, I've been listening back to some of the episodes, and I want. I said I want to, Eric. I want to give you credit because I haven't given you credit for that, that. I just that I that was a slow burn, and I love. When I asked you what your original character's name was, it was an as of yet named wizard. And it, I mean, it was a slow burn. But when I re-listened to the first episode, and then I was like, oh my god, that's freaking great. So. Uh, Eric, I, can you describe the word you're trying to think of? Uh, it sounds Syphilis. sort of like propitious. <laughs> okay, can you, can you d- define the word? It, it's something that you uh, look at the entrails of a small bird in order to find out whether something is it or not. What's the Prophetic? country of origin? Uh, Divinity? Pious? No. All right. All right. Let's let's get started so, with our game. So we are, we are devolving. <laughs> we are devolving into more and more madness. So let's get into more and more different madness, shall we? Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Please get me out of the goo. <laughs> Never. Oh, I'll there's get, so I'll many jokes the there I'll that I'm just gonna let. Okay. So when we last met, uh, Eska began the city of Eska began descending into madness. Fires erupting across the city. Bookkeepers were being attacked in the open by people in porcelain masks. A direct attack on the Shrubbrush family at Percival Shrubbrush's celebration of life. City Watch, Lisfemda guards called to seal the gates of the city wall, capture the elusive and as is now canon, poorly hung naked Greg. Did you say he was poorly hung? Poorly hung. Uh, that was his daddy's fault. You can't you can't shame a man for how he's hung. Come on. Yes, I can. I'm going to do it right now. Bondius, the head librarian, is receiving all kinds of information, fielding questions and challenges like Eska's never seen before. In the middle of the chaos of the Lisfemda, Giga arrived, bringing the crate of Wangs, a.k.a. Beholder Parts, and a, eye stalks and teeth. and a menacing letter addressed to Bondius herself. The letter spoke of domination, subjugation, and the fall of the Lisfemda and all the order that was originally created by Tunak, by Percival Shrubbrush, and many of the other creators, uh, the Shrubbrush family, and also gave with uh, that letter a token and a symbol of the power of this person or thing and the unseen and unknown. After a bit of some 
mild thievery and whipping of heads, our lovely adventurers learned that Chandler Shrub Shrubrush I have real trouble saying shrub brush. <laughs> Me too. What have you just I said? Have trouble writing it. That's like because I'm like, is it two B's? Is it two B's? <laughs> yes. Why don't you just say shrub rush? It's it's thirty four triple D's. <laughs> oh, that's how many D's. <laughs> hey. Tap back. So, but learn that Chandler, the brother of Jonah, has been abducted. With all the monitoring, clairvoyance, orbs, bookkeepers around the city at every corner, Bondius and the librarians are stumped as to how these abductions keep on happening, have been happening for a while. One of the, you, you did know this, one of the attackers at the library was one of the people whom had been abducted. A child, Sally, now lying dead with a porcelain mask broken in her hand. She was so young. I, I, again, I, I went back and listened to that very first world building episode, and that was a thing that happened. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, she, yeah. yeah. Amanda pulled that, and Sally, a child, went missing. Sally. Uh, so, Bondius took statements and interviewed all of you personally, collecting information and some kind of magical device or technology where it took like those rings of Unseen Servant, put them onto a, onto a bracelet, and then that information looked like went into rings on these poles and then went below the, below the, the surface of the ground. And, um, then Bondius broke protocols. Because usually in this situation, the orders and the Les Femda and the librarians bookkeepers would be like, we're gonna collect all the evidence, and before we make anything, before we make any statements or move movements, we're gonna collect everything. That can take a while, but they usually get it right. But Bondius broke the protocol because he's realizing that with what's happening across the city, the attack here and this new delivery from Giga. Um, and the abduction of Chandler, the second shrub brush to be abducted this, in the last week or so. Did one of them die? My grandfather, gosh damn it! Yeah. Well, who's the other shrub brush who got abducted? Chandler. Chandler. Okay, I guess- I was just talking all about that. Right, okay, you said you two said got abducted. Two got abducted. So, Percival got abducted. Oh, and then and then it was and is okay. okay. And we don't know who abducted him. Died. We're assuming it could be a thing, but we don't know. Yeah, I thought he had just died instead of being abducted and then died. Oh, uh, maybe that was something that was in the world that you weren't supposed to necessarily know, <laughs> but now you do. That uh, thanks, Matt. You're welcome. I'm bad at this. They found um, we, at the moment, none of our characters might know that. We only know what Bondi has told us. So, but also, you've all been uh, deputized in a way, by, by, the, by Bondius herself, and have been asked to go and retrieve, find Chandler. Uh, Garrick, Azette, Armada, Ember, Barney, and Jonah, of course, are all. This newly formed party made your way to 15 and a half Shrub Brush Way. Had some soup. Rock soup. Rock soup, best soup. Uh, debated robbing the Shrub Brush estate. <laughs> Absolutely. And then I made your way out happen. of the city. Uh, stopped off at the city watch to get us some armor and a halberd. Quartermaster Jillian, what a guy. Jillian. Julian. Julian. So, Julian, solid dude. Yeah. Uh, Julian, Julian. And Julian. then made your way out past the Screaming Rock to the petrified and undying forest. On your way to Tunox Grave, which is in the center of that forest. And as you get further and further deeper in, the deeper and darker the corruption that happened to that forest is... It gets, it gets worse and worse. And one of the weirdest things about it is not only is, are the, the, the trunks of the trees perpetually wet and slimy and gross. Uh, I don't know if you've seen Stranger Things, but on the upside down, if you think about like that 
blackish, icarish, yeah. thicky, 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 viscous. thicky viscousy yeah. stuff. That's all there. But it also seeps into the ground, and with the, it's a weird thing because the tundra is perpetually frozen ground, but it's also pliable and it's like a ball, gooey, and not great. Um, so you made your way through the petrified undying forest to its center where you then notice a horde of skeletons started to charge at you. You had time, and, but you had to keep moving on. Um, they were fast approaching. You crossed a bridge. I rode on a panther's Good job. back. You, it, yep. Ember was ten, the it, it took ten minutes and crossed a bridge. <laughs> yep. That's D&D, folks. Ten minutes or so to cross a bridge. Well, you well that bridge was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a tricky bridge. I got over just fine. I just wanted, I, it's one of those D&D things that I love. Like, it's like, no, you spent like an hour looking at a door. You spent, no, but it was good. And you got there, you made your way up to the cliffside, up to Tunox Grave. Once there, skeleton hordes receded uh, at this decaying, rotting grave site. As you moved closer to the tomb itself, well, you've now identified as a poltergeist after some soup was thrown on it. Oh, yeah. We got two shadows and a poltergeist. We're going to talk about that in a second. Uh, to, a poltergeist started attacking, throwing rocks, and eventually throwing Armada off the cliff. Ow. Uh, who fell 40 feet and is now lying at the bottom of the cliff by herself. Covered in uh, There are also a couple, of, a couple of shadows that have made their way out along the perimeter on the edges of the grave site. Azette remembered about some of the information and rumors about about Tunak's grave, that it was enchanted and that only Tunak himself could see the wonders beneath. Azette pulled, dare I say, whipped out a one of the Beholder eye stalks. Uh, it was given at him by Bondius. Uh, waved it over the tombstone. A beam of light encircled the tomb and the lid opened, exposing a ladder that descended into a seemingly never-ending darkness. Here's one thing I did not mention last time. On the other side of the lid, of the, the, of the door, oh. there's a carving of an eye, mm. an open eye, a mm. brass open eye, mm. and a ladder descending. And you cannot see the bottom. I can't see any of it. You, you can't see, you can't see anything. Is it more than oh. the, the closest, the best thing you can see is like syphilis. Fuck your ears. Uh, all you know is goo. Guys, what's happening? You were born in the goo, you're gonna the, die uh, in grave, the goo. The gravestone has been opened. We return to this exact moment. Azette has opened the tomb. Azette, you had the last turn opening the tomb. Uh, I'm gonna say that that is your full action mm -hmm. for that end your turn. Armada, you are next with Barney on deck. What do you want to do? Is it like stuck in the goo? Like, How about we let Armada Figure out what that is. What do you want to do? Let me look at my action. Sure. Uh, so you are prone, which means that you're lying down. So, you, so in order to stand up, you do use half your movement to stand. If you wanted to, um, you can move. You can do a dash action, which is a double of your movement, which is 25 feet. So if you were to calculate that out, it's like what? I'm gonna say 40 feet total. We're gonna round. Um, because I don't want to really do 12.5 feet. Don't do that. That's dumb. Um, <laughs> um, but if you have any, if there are any spells or if there's anything you also want to try. Uh, I will say I can probably just pick, just run down there and pick you up. But she can't hear you. Yeah. Guys, guys, what's going on? 
You, uh, I'm going to say you're not going to have the, you're in active combat right now you don't have time to make this, this full conversation yeah. so I need you to decide what it is that you want to do you you can talk to them you can shout up to them and they can respond or, or uh, that's a free I'll give that to you for free but then what, what else do you want to do with your turn I would like to stand up Yep. and then my actions say Um, they, they, they say, do do do. That's the sound of standing up. <laughs> <laughs> that's how Arbita sounds when, they, when she stands up. She stands up. Yes. Okay, my actions don't say climb. I'm uh, you, can, you, can absolutely, you, you can absolutely climb if you want to. That can be part of your movement. Um, I'll allow that. So uh, I'll just need you to make an athletics check. Okay, I can, I can do that with a D20. D20, add your athletics to it. Or you could stay down here with the goo. I have no desire to stay in the goo. It's me, the goo. Hello, I am. Are you the really goo. gonna give me another character? <laughs> the goo's not a character; it's just a voice. This is my dude. idea of embodying something, so I can have fun. That. What school clothes? I got a, I got a sixteen. Okay, so I think on Plus a sixteen. one at seventeen. On a seventeen, you can make it to the first ledge. You can make it up to the first ledge. Great. That's oh, going to be that, that's going to be your movement. Here. That's going to be you're standing up and you can make it to that first ledge. There are there are several ledges, but that's jump. That's you jumping up, pulling yourself up, and getting up there. Independent. Uh, in, Ninja what warrior. Ha- what happened to Miss Independent? What what is that? Uh, it, what what is that? That's that's Beyonce. That's Kelly Clarkson's yeah. anthem. Oh, it's Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> I thought it was Beyonce. Uh, no, you're right. Who's that? Yeah. No, it's Beyonce, it's Destiny Child. Let us know in the comments about who Miss Independent actually is. And Kelly Clarkson, you can email me directly. <laughs> hey, Beyonce, you can email me directly. <laughs> Please, I would love it. Uh, forget Jay-Z, call me. Uh, Barney is up, and... Beyonce uh, needs a dungeon master for sure. Oh, you you know you know uh, Queen Bee is on uh, is on adult dungeoning. We got Barney up now and Ember on deck. So uh, Barney's just real mad at these guys who were just these weird shadow things that are just taking pieces uh, out of his friends. So he feels really strongly that he just needs to rip them just to shreds. Go for it. So he's going to uh, reckless attack. Okay. The shadow. Man, it's like Abin's in the room. That is a natural 20. Woo! Last time I checked, a natural 20 hits. <laughs> so that will be, uh, that, that'll be that 2d10. That's not like Abin's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. You're using yeah. the halberd, right? Uh, yes, it'll be 2d10 um, uh, plus my strength modifier uh, plus two for rage. Go for it. 15. Reduced to seven. Uh, to, to quote Matthew Mercer, how do you want to do this? Uh, he's going to try and just practice his new cutting technique That now that he's got this uh, halibut. He can cut from really far away. Uh, but this thing doesn't have any hair, so he just cuts it in half. Now, in a previous episode, we did ask Barney to name his attacks based on several different uh, hairstyles. Okay. Uh, What's this one going to be called? This is the mullet, because he only chops off the top part of the head. So so you see Barney takes this long thing with a, with an axe, a blade on the end, slices it through seemingly this just a wisp of cloud 
and it just dissipates. And it is it is gone. Uh, any movement from Barney? Uh, yeah, he sees that he sees that one of these guys is still around, still hurting his friend. So he's gonna run in between it. Okay. Uh, so Barney is now in between mm-hmm. Ember and one of the other shadows. Yes. The other shadow that has appeared on this, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and is potentially backing it up to Ember? What do you mean backing it up to Ember? Like, throwing their ass back? You gotta work, work, uh, work, 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 <laughs> no, work, if, work, if, work, if work, work, work. If Barney is, I don't think he's doing it intentionally. Oh, I think Barney would. All right, Ember, you're up. And uh, then, cool. then it's me. Very Ooh. nice of Barney to decide that Ember is the one who really needs to be protected. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, she's she's I mean, be currently being attacked by the. Oh shadow. no no! I'm certainly not questioning your objectivity. Of course not. <laughs> Barney, just just what are you gonna do, Ember? Uh, what are you gonna do? Ember is going to. Uh, she's going to activate her feline agility, doubling her speed. Then she's gonna take the dash action. Then okay. She's gonna, how far it is? Is it to uh, Armada? Uh, well. Matt is bringing out his measuring tape again. <laughs> it's me, the So it's going to be 30 feet <laughs> to the top ledge. Mm-hmm. And then probably another, you know, ten, I would say 10 feet. I assume 10 feet down mm-hmm. per, per ledge. Okay. So that'll be... You definitely have enough movement to get there. Yeah, so that'll be... If you wanted to jump off the top ledge, feel free. I don't. I would love for you to give that a try. Hey, it's me, the goo. I like that idea, too. Uh, I don't. Uh, quick question. By the way, if you land on the goo, it stiffens. It sees you coming. That's, like, why, that's why you take the full damage. It doesn't soften the so damage. It's, like, uh, it's a non-Newtonian fluid. That's right. I stiffen. God damn this horny goo. Order of operations is normally difficult. Uh, you tell you, I'll tell everything. you why this force is petrified. And then the... Yeah, it relaxes. Oh no! no. If something's made out of now stone. We have, it's now can't we have horny trees. <laughs> so what else? Are you, so uh, so you, uh, so you, you activate your feline agility. You can move down. You, you have more movement, right? Yeah. Uh, I ha- so t- total this turn, I have 120 feet of movement. Okay. So you so calculate your movement to get down to where uh, Armada so, is. Uh, she's gonna uh, reach out her hand towards Armada, and does Armada allow her to get picked up? Yeah. Cool. So she's gonna move. Uh, now I need you to make an athletics check because you're carrying somebody okay. up a ledge. Yeah. Please don't drop me in the goo again. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> that is a four total. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> I would like you both to make a dexterity saving throw. That is a 13. Just 13 is fine. Get back okay. in the goo again. Get above a 10. Get above a 10. That's good enough. It's 15 plus something. I got a 12. Yay. Okay. So you both just, you don't fall, you just kind of, you you, you don't get all the way up, because I think Armored is on the first ledge. Yeah. You get up to the second ledge. Okay. okay. Not to the top ledge. Can I tie a rope to her? You've already done your, you've already done your action. Okay, then. Tying a rope would be... An An object interaction. It's fine, just leave me. (laughs) Come back to me! It would have been a five if my strength hadn't been reduced by the shadow. It would have been a 20 if you rolled a 20. (laughs) There's that. Ah, There's the t-shirt. 
basically the second T-shirt. I'm going to use my bonus action to tell yeah. my fami- to tell my wild uh, spirit files wildfire spirit to shoot the shadow with fire. Awesome, go for it. Uh, meanwhile, this is the goo here. Anybody have any questions for the goo? I, As- I have I have a question. <laughs> yes, uh, the goo will answer. <laughs> Why are you so gooey? <laughs> I was born this way. <laughs> Armada has a question. Yes. <laughs> Why are you warm? Oh, uh, I was born this way! <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were asking me legitimately that question because I'm like sweating. <laughs> so, the wildfire do, spirit... Do you have another reveal t-shirt to reveal? No, I do not. Uh, I absolutely do not. That, <laughs> I had to take out a mortgage on that last t-shirt. Which, I by the way, will assume... You, custom underpants. Hang on, let me show you. Assume be available in the merch store for $95. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's gonna... Shoot it. With Go its for it. Flame seed. Oh, you're gonna you're you're gonna shoot it with your seed. Flame seed. Uh, yes, as oh, a no. literal seed that's on fire. Neat. Like an acorn. Yes. <laughs> like a really angry Deku. What? What is that? That's a Legend, Legend of Zelda. Zelda. That's a Legend uh, of Zelda joke. Yeah. I think there's some amateur videos about this out there somewhere. You mean Octorot? Getting whacked with hot nuts. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Like Majora <laughs> Mask. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, man. Remember, like, the weird dude with the... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Getting whacked with Deku scrubs. Deku scrub. Yeah. yeah. Love me a Deku scrub. <laughs> Does a uh, 16 hit? A 16 hits. Eight points of fire All damage. All right. So, uh, so what does it look like when the fire comes out of it? You ever seen a cat uh, throw up a hairball? Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Not like that. No. Uh, it opens its mouth and a flaming seed appears and then it There's launches. also videos online about that. So, you shoot your seed all over that shadow. Um, Mind you, the ember is a woman. So she herself does I mean, not have seed. So I mean, the, spirit, the spirit, spirit can be whatever it wants to be. The spirit is not gendered. Yep. Yep. So the spirit, then shoots its, so the spirit shoots its non-gendered seed all over the shadow. And now it's going to be my turn. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That, all, oh, wow. That fire cat shot an acorn out of its mouth. Neat. <laughs> okay. Flaming that's going pine. to. <laughs> oh, that flaming pine. Oh, wow. That, that cat shot a flaming pine cone out of its mouth. Neat. A 22 is going to hit Barney. Barney is going to take, and I'll help with this, uh, seven points of necrotic damage, and his uh, strength score is going to be reduced by four. Fuck! Whoa! Hey, uh, Dan, will you please roll a perception check for uh, Barney, please? Um, and for your uh, wildfire spirit. I'm trying to say, uh, Barney rolled an 18. Okay. The wildfire spirit, I'm going to use my flaming dice for that. Rolled a 17. Okay. Uh, great. So you keep an eye, and you can all you can still see that shadow in front of you. Mm-hmm. Next, I have a question for Garrick and Azette. Mm-hmm. How much do each of you weigh? That's so personal. <laughs> well, the goo weighs infinite. <laughs> and nothing. Yeah. Ah! Oh, oh, this would be sweet. 159 pounds. I'd love that. Okay. 
would it be more than 150 pounds? Yes. Okay. I will take your word for it. Well, we can roll this. This no, uh, the reason, only reason why I ask is that it matters. I, I, I think okay. it matters a lot. So, uh, Azette, you being right there, uh, I just want to say weight thank, doesn't thank really goodness matter for like in this game. That. It does, but in real life, weight doesn't really like. Does you a be, like you be you? You know. Does a fourteen hit you? I think. Uh, yes. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and the, the goo on the other side going, oh, yeah. <laughs> He's also the Kool-Aid man. Um, that? <laughs> That's accurate. This is why you want me to DM, don't you? Because <laughs> this is what I do. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, is that you take 13 points of damage. Oh, ouch. Uh, you still up? I am. You just feel this force just slam right into you as you are op- right next to this open door by this, um, by this, the tomb that's ascending underneath. Okay. Uh, and hits you hard, I will say. I rolled very well mm. on my damage dice. And that is going to do it for me. We're going to go back to the top of the round with Jonah. Um, j- to start off, I want to. M- can I roll either a religion or nature check to see if I know anything about g- ghosties? Yep. Give me a nature. A four. You know that this place is spooky, and it's scary, and there's it's darkness. So, and there's something that's throwing people mm-hmm. and rocks, uh-huh. and you threw soup on it. Which can we just take a pause for a moment, oh, please? Because yes. Caleb, yeah. will you please share with everyone Percival's hot pot? Uh, Percival's hot pot, wondrous item, rare. This cast iron pot weighs 12 pounds, whether full or empty. Slashing sounds can be heard from it within the jug when it is shaken, even if the jug is empty. You can use your action and use the magic word to fill the pot with two gallons of hot soup. Hot, fresh, Percival's famous rock soup. If used in combat as an action, Percival's rock soup can be thrown in a 20-foot cone. The receiver of the, lo- of the lovely gesture must make a dexterity 15 saving throw and take 2d6 fire damage. So, as 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 a, 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 as what was as what was created in the last episode, mm-hmm, <laughs> that someone decided to have a pot of soup just somehow randomly in their pocket. You should always have rock soup in your pocket. I mean, that's, that's Percival's a, principle that's a, number seven hundred and twenty. Who does it? There you go. Yep. That's so now, your, so so Jonah has now a a Percival's hot pot that you can use once per day. It, was, it resets at dawn. Since you created this, can other people in other campaigns now start to use it? Because if there's some kid someplace, I don't know, in the middle of the country using a personal's hot pot as a weapon, I would be so happy. Only I, I will say this. It, for magic items, you have to like attune to them, so you have to like kind of connect with them and make a connection. This particular magical item does not require attunement. Whoa! Holy cow! So anybody could use it. Uh, you can't that use it. Is, hey, Percival was a nice guy who really helped out a lot of people and created this 
kind of thing. It was artificery, could create a pot of soup that could hand out, and then you, of course, you would have one. And, and you can now own one too if you go to playingforlabs.com. That's right, be one of Percival's potheads. You can get your own pot right here on the merch store. Signed, so hi, Caleb Christensen Fletcher. I ask, I ask that because Jonah, the reason why Jonah turned invisible yeah. is that, now this is probably the most Barney thing somebody could do, uh, and he's not here, and I wish he was here, because Jonah right now threw the soup and he recognized that there's a spirit. Yes. Because he wasn't too sure exactly what the thing was at first. Now he knows it's a spirit. It's some kind of a spirit. And now he turned invisible, because now he's hoping that maybe, because they're both invisible, that they both might be able to recognize each other. <laughs> and Jonah turns and goes, what is keeping you here, my dude? Why are you hurting, my man? What's causing you to feel so much pain? I'm gonna tell you this right now. This isn't gonna work, but go ahead and roll a persuasion check. I think this is the Zach Baggins check, actually. Can he talk to I mean, that was a now? dirty, I got a 16 plus four, so it's a dirty 20. This is, no. I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you the, uh, no. This was like a DC 30 to try to convince a poltergeist that is an angry, vengeful spirit. I want to know why he's vengeful. Matt is it, it so can't mad talk. about the rules. What? <laughs> I, will, I will allow you to make the roll, but... I mean, I, I, mean, I did. I tried. Even a My 20, words not fall off into the distance. Uh, go ahead. Now, the question is, do I see Azette roll his eyes at me? <laughs> I think Azette's just worrying, like, is, is barely hanging on <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, no, 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 no. Azette, in his chalk and pain, will definitely take the time to roll his eyes. You're also abjuration, aren't you? Yes. Have you activated your ward? Yes. Okay, so that, that would have impacted your hit points too, right? Yes. Okay. Okay, just wanna make sure. Uh, yeah, make sure that's because Armada, Amanda. Was, that was a sentence I didn't understand. Clarifying question, what's a ward? It's like a magic shield. It, uh, so the, the school of magic that uh, Eric took was abjuration. Abjuration is the school of magic of like protection, of shield, of that kind of thing. And as an abjuration wizard, uh, you can create a magical, basically, force around himself that can protect, hit, and that can, so instead of getting hit by himself, the shield gets hit first and reduces that first and then goes to him. So I want to make sure that the ward was hit, because I, I think the ward is just automatic. Well, you once use it, I think, I, I, I look up the rules of it. I don't remember them because. All right, so anyhow, anyway, anyhow, Jonah. Jonah shouts that into the ether and he sees nothing happen. You happened. see nothing happen. Nothing happened. happened. But do I still see the silhouette of soup? Um, Doesn't like fall off At this point, the soup is on the ground in a puddle. Oh, and I would mm. like to remind, this is, as this is the top okay. of the round, remind all of you, you always have three options in encounters like this. Fight, flee, parlay. Those are always your three options. So I'm just saying that those are, I'm not saying you have to fight. You can flee or go places, or you can try to, like you did, you tried to parlay, that failed. That's, I'll give you that for free. What else do you want to do? Um, so in this instance, um, Jonah is going to rush over to Azette, um, put, um, put hand on Azette, and then cast, um, then use the remaining five hit points of healing ward, um, his lay on hands, to get you back five hit points. And then he's gonna go, have fun, and push you into the, <laughs> and push you right into 
to an ox grave. Oh my god. Isn't Are you serious? Wait, no. Isn't shoving an action? No, you said that. You said that. <laughs> that happened. Yeah, because I'm worried he's going to get hit again. That happened. By the thing in the grave! The thing's not in the grave, I don't you think. You push him down a dark I saw the thing with soup. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you see Azette's familiar. Meow. A little cat jumps after him. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. And can I make... Uh, Azette disappears down the hole. Can I make a rule lawyer check to potentially save his life? Shoving... If he, unless you don't want me to do that. Shoving I don't control your actions. Fair enough. You have shoving is an action, and so is lay on hands. Well, I would done lay on hands, and I would have been like get in the hole. As the lay on hands happened. Mm -hmm. uh, so here's what we'll do to make it fair. To make it fair, uh, I'd like you to roll a competing. Uh, both of you roll athletics checks. Both of you. Unless nope. un unless you're not gonna. I'm gonna let it happen. Okay, you let it happen. Great. So that uh, are you still invisible? No, no. As soon as I do that, I would gone. Okay. Uh, so you're, you're no, yeah. so you are now visible on the field. Yeah. Um, and I'm worried about how Azet gets thrown down the hole. And uh, anything else? Bonus actions or anything else? Uh, that I, I have no other bonus actions to do. My movement was that, and I'm going to try to guard that hole. Awesome, Garrick. So there's still one ghost thing around right there's a well there's a there's the the, the poultry guys uh, give the me a give me a perception check please uh, it's, uh i'm not wearing glasses it's this evening it's a 10. plus what five uh, thank you so you don't see anything 15 doesn't it it's not hitting it's uh it's looking it's trying to see things so thanks for my back though but you don't you don't you you can't uh, okay. You can't see anything, but you know that Barney and the Wildfire Spirit are attacking something, but you can't see it. Okay. So I can't really shoot at it or anything because I don't know what. You can shoot in the general direction with disadvantage. Mm -hmm. You can take a disadvantage shot mm -hmm. if you want to, or you can work to help Armada. You can you can plunge into the deep hole, dark dark hole. Um, I'm close enough. I can throw you a rope. I it's have, a very inviting hole. I have rope. Is, you do have oh, rope. I think you're actually about to fall. Your little ledge is just slipping off. Unless I'm hallucinating, it looks like you're falling. It might off. be because my blue tack is so old and decrepit. Fall back into the goo. I mean, no. I, mine too, man. I, mine too. I stuck it back on once already. I can do it again. I, I think I have more blue tack somewhere, but so can. is. Uh, <laughs> hang on, is the cat with? Armada? The cat is with Armada. Uh, yeah, Ember's with Armada. Okay. The wildfire spirit is with Barney. Okay. If I throw a rope down, can I grab both of them on the same rope, or do I have to pick my favorite? You can, just throw you can a rope, throw a rope down, okay. and they can choose whether or not they want to take oh, said rope. That's great. I can't pick favorites, though, right? I mean, you can throw it at someone, and then see if you, and then and okay. then they can decide for themselves how they feel about that. Right, I'm just gonna chuck it down and let them figure it out. Okay, so you do, so you're gonna move back a little bit over to the to the area, yeah, you, and you can throw your throw your rope over the ledge. I'll I will say, uh, yeah, that's gonna be your 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 basically what you do. Okay. Because you're gonna take take the rope out and throwing it down and securing it to yourself, unless you want to just like drop the rope and throw it down. If you want to try to secure it to yourself and hold on to it, that's going to be your toll turn. Yeah. Well, I would, I definitely want to secure it to something because just so <laughs> a rope's not going to do any damn good if they don't have it tied to something. That's, hey, rope, we can't climb it. That, that, so, ah, that's, damn it. So that's what I'm saying is like that would be your action just to make sure that you're, you're tying yeah, it around yeah. yourself and holding yeah. it to whatnot. All right, so that's Garrick's turn. Can I tie it to this, to this archway on the 
on the cemetery? Sure. That seems way more solid than me. Sure, you can tie it around there. I mean, that's it's a very old. That's going to be your action. Until it falls and I end up in the goo again. Until, until Arma does I with her. I can't wait. Until that, that massive halfling weight pulls an entire rock wall down. That massive 37 pounds. Azette. Hey. Uh, you are... Hurtling downwards. <laughs> falling down and down and down. Oh no! And down. I thought there was a ladder! And d- there is a ladder. There is a ladder. I want you to make a. Oh god, what do I want to do here? Let's. I want to push him towards the ladder! You do we need did. to do a ladder check? Let's do a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Oh, you want to cast. No. Oh, man, if he doesn't want to. Now we have to make a concept to make do, sure his would, elbows don't snap off. Oh, no. Okay, can no. I make an outer character thing real fast? Okay, what's up? Jonah wouldn't purposely make someone die. Like, that wouldn't be Jonah's That is thing. true. So, like, if this ends up him dying, that I would love to make sure. So let's I expect f- Jonah to feel bad about it. So yeah, yeah, he's going to feel horrible about it. But I so also would say... Let's flavor it like this. Yeah. Let's flavor it like this. You pick Azet up, and you put him onto the ladder. I'm going to let Azet roll this with, with advantage. Ah. Because basically there's going to be some help. Yeah. I know we're breaking all kinds of rules here, but I don't really care because this is kind of cool. I thought you fun. made up the rules. There are, there are certain set rules, but I, as the DM, I can decide what rules matter and what rules don't. Thank you, Matt. Yep, so just... just... That's better. That's 12. Okay, you are able to grab a rung and your and you're familiar lands on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? Um... You are, you are on the ladder, and, and you just see a never-ending darkness below you. Okay, I I would like to make an arcana check to try to find out, to see if I know the best way to deal with these uh, entities. Uh, I rolled a nine. A nine. I think on this... Uh, you basically know as much as, as Jonah does that mm-hmm. you know there there's a there's some kind of a angry spirit that's able to throw things you would kind of know by now like that's going to be poltergeisty that's going to yeah. be kind of a spirity thing um, and there's it I mean a 3 year old one of those things Yeah, I think that's that's about what you what you okay. know and can tell right now. Is there anything else you want to try to do? Uh, you have movement, you have an action, you have a full action. Now I'll give you that arcana check for free. Okay, so I cannot see anything behind, uh, below. Below, me. it is it is pitch black. And I can, I'm still like, I'm like at the edge of a thing. I sure. can see. Yeah, sure. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna send a flaming. Uh, is this uh, shadow here? Uh, remind me f- from our last session. Is yep. is he? Do we? Is he visible in Give some? Give me a perception way? check. Okay. Natural 20. Yeah, you 100% see it. I'm going to put a flaming green skull up his shadowy orifice. A firebolt? Uh, yes. Is that what it is? Okay, fire, fire damage, go for it. Yeah. That is a 14. Uh, that hits. Oh, nice. Nine points of damage. Nice. Nine points of damage, okay. Uh, it's looking like a shadow. You're not seeing any blood or anything coming off of it, but wisps of it are just uh, peeling off of it as it as it, as you guys hit it with this green flaming skull. 
Cool. You good? I'm good. Armada, you are on a ledge. So you have some choices. Ember's with you. You can hold your turn until Ember goes, because Ember's helping you. Um, you can move yourself. You can do something else entirely. You can jump back into the goo if you want There's to. There's a rope, too. Yeah, it's a There is a rope. Okay. Ember's gesturing towards the rope for you. The first thing I would like to do is I have Cure Wounds. Okay. Can I cast that on myself? You 100% can. Uh, go ahead, roll the D8 and add your spellcasting modifier. Four plus two is six. You get six hit, point, six hit points back. Great. Nice. Make sure you just check that spell casting off that you that you cast that spell. That's your action. Uh, any movement you want to make. Uh, it, can my movement be grabbing the rope? You want to try to climb up the rope? Yes. Give me an athletics check. You know what? For the sake of moving this thing along, yeah, go ahead, roll with advantage. Roll them both. Yeah. Roll them both. Take the higher of the two. Take that. Why not? I don't care. We gotta have a cool sound effect for advantage. Eighteen. Okay, you can take your full nope. movement and get nope. as nope. Get, get as for twenty-five feet as far up as you can, which is gonna probably be all the way to the top of the uh, to the top, up to where Garrick is. Mm-hmm. Can, can you move my character? Because you started from the bottom. Now I'm at the here. top. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're here. Now, now you're there. <laughs> Awesome. Cure wounds, movement. Great. Uh, you're, you're good. Uh, Barney is next with uh, Ember on deck. All right. Uh, Barney, he, see, he sees this thing. He uh, sees it getting hit with fire twice. But he's like, I think I can do this. And he's going to recklessly attack it again. He's like, I wish that uh, Ember hadn't left. But hey, there's. I've still got her cat. Go for it. Does a 12 hit it? A 12 does hit. Just hits. Mosquito. I thought we were just applauding. <laughs> so oh, there were so many mosquitoes right so there. So a 12 hits. <laughs> so he's going to hit it with his halberd again. Uh, that is a total of 11 rounded down to 5 points of damage. Fuck. What? 11 points of damage. You decided how you want to round it. 11 points of damage. Thank you very much. Awesome. So this, this Halbergan swipes through this, and you see the, 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 the shadowy, misty uh, entity that is right there is starting to kind of fall apart and dissipate. It's, mm-hmm. it's not doing great, mm-hmm. uh, but it is still standing. Mm-hmm. And anything else from Barney's turn? Uh, he doesn't really have anything else he can do. Great. So then Ember. Uh, Ember's going to climb up. 10 feet. Yep, you have a climbing speed. You can yep. easy, easily Ten. make it. Uh, then I'm going to move. You can move through them. Yeah, uh, I'm going to move here. Can I get there? Uh, sure, why not? Okay, so. Do you want to be? Okay. Go. I so be so you move You move up through the ledge, mm-hmm. through the, the entryway, and now you're back pretty much where you were. Sort of, you're right next to Barney, yep. next to your wildfire spirit, yep. and about uh, 5 to 10 feet ten from the shadow. Seven, yeah. uh, then Ember, on her turn... Is going to figure out what she wants to do with her action. Thorn whip. Okay. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a 16 to hit. A 16 hits. Well, that'll be 1d6 piercing damage, and she chooses not to pull it closer towards her. Okay. Uh, two points of damage. Two points of damage. So you. This still, what does it look like when the thorn whip comes out of you? As a, as a wildfire spirit or wildfire druid um, and uh, tabaxi, what does it look like? 
Do those, those like really creeping vines that like strangle other trees? Yes. Uh, they, she rears her uh, arm back and those, it kind of like sprouts out of her uh, clenched hand and then she just rakes it across the shadow. Awesome. Uh, then as her bonus action, uh, she's going to tell her uh, welfare spirit to move so it's next to her, Barney, and the shadow. And then it's going to activate its fiery teleportation ability. Okay. Uh, which means the spirit and each willing creature of my choice within five feet of it teleport up to 15 feet to an unoccupied uh, space. I Hell yeah. Uh, we teleport to the top of the grave. That now open? Like hole? next to it. Okay. <laughs> Show me where, so, because you said the top of it. Yeah, like. Next so if, so next to it. Yeah. Who are next to where? So Jonah's like standing right in front of it right now. So yeah. if the the tumor be to leaned up towards me. Yeah. So go ahead and move your. So everyone's now running right in front of it. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Uh, so each creature that uh, within five feet of the uh, wildfire spirit, and I want made sure to specify that the shadow was next to it. Uh, needs to make me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Do I have to make one? No, only from the, where they left. Okay. Second. That's going to be an 11. That is not, that does not beat my 15 save. Okay, so what happens? Uh, they're going to take 1d6 plus 2 fire damage. Go for it. That is 8 more points of damage. Alright, this thing is on death's door, but still standing. Okay. Now it's my turn. Oh, yes. It is my turn. Uh, let's see. First of all, I think our shadowy friend is going to move back over right in turn where Barney is. Is going to... Does an 18 hit Barney? Absolutely. All right. So Barney is going to take 10 points. Um, I would like to, in response, I would love, um, at no. the moment, <laughs> at the moment <laughs> as you see the shadow come there, Jonah notices in a quick second that the attack's happening. So the crook comes up and tries to bend the shadow arm out of the way, because I have in, in, interception as a fighting style, so I get to reduce the damage by 1d10 plus I need two. you to give me a perception check to make sure you see the shadow. An eight. You can't see that a shadow is there. Okay. Sorry, dude. That's fine. Uh, so That's Barney. The way the dice roll. Oh no! I swear I'm not messing this up. But Barney gets hit for another four points Ooh. of his strength score okay, reduction. What, what about actual Barney. damage? Uh, he took. Yeah, I already, I already, okay. already took it. So he now has a negative to strength. So, he's freaking out. Yeah. yeah. So, you see this shadow re reaches into Barney and is literally sucking the life force out of him. Oh, man. This as is as Barney's strength score, which was eight, which was eight points higher than... He's now at a nine. Yeah. It was, it was a 17. He's now at a nine. If he gets hit with that a couple more times really badly, he could full-on die. Okay. Not feeling too good. He's... he's he, he's, his, his whole body is just like all of his muscles are losing all of its form 
and it's just kind of like sagging arms. Like that really weird kind of flappy like the, skin. The skin just be like, like, like just sagging, and he's just, he's in rough, rough shape right now. I am going to... I'd like to think you know what? Right Jonah now, was there first. So he's going to go for... I'd like to think that Avin is having a really bad time right now. I would hope so. <laughs> like wherever he is, having dinner. Doing does a 19 hit you? 19 does. You are going to take 13 points mm-hmm. of force damage as you just feel this invisible force just hit you. And you can tell that as you're right there, and you were there, so it was kind of targeted mm-hmm. at you. Yeah. Uh, it just hits you and kind of like, you just feel that your whole body just shivers and as this force just slams right into you. And uh, you don't have to move or anything. You don't get knocked down or anything, but it definitely hurts. And we're back at the top with you, Jonah. What do you um, want to do? Jonah, oh, and with that blast, he takes two steps back, turns, sees a huge, weird, shadowy thing, just like sucking. Just taking two steps forward. Yeah, just going, oh! God! And now seeing that it's currently hurting his friend, so he's got to turn to the shadow and try to hit it. Just want to remind, is it the top of the next round? Remind everyone again, you'll always have three choices. Yep. You can Get fight, you can flee, you can parlay. Get in the hole. Um, okay, so let me rephrase this. Jonah currently sees that his friend almost got atrophied. Yep. Uh, as he turns around and goes, Barney, you're not looking well. Uh, no, I'm I'm really not. I I don't like it here. So what's going to happen is Jonah's still going to try to attack the shadow because he realizes that if Barney's unable to make it down the hole, he still needs to get a way out. So, like, he wants to get rid of the thing that's, that's currently doing the most damage to him. Give me another perception check. This is a new turn, so I'm going to allow you to do another perception check. Uh, oh, you see it. Okay. When I rolling with advantage, you roll a one and a two. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Oof. So I so, see so it. So you see it. Yeah. I go. Uh, I, I say to Azet, Azet, start climbing down. Barney, join next, my dudes. We're getting out of this crap hole. Oh yeah, you got it. We're going into this crap hole. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll follow you. Who brought uh, the lube? Um, so I'm going to try to attack this thing. The shadow? I'm going to try to attack the shadow. Go for it. Does a 23 hit? The, 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 yes. Yes, a 23 <laughs> hits. I just want to know. Good God. Um, 23 hit. And then I what want to... What is your minimum damage you can do? Um, okay. For purposeful flavor of this. Okay. And I'm cool with losing a spell slot on this. Okay. Jonah right now is like, my friend's in danger, and this thing's not listening. Why is this? I just wanted to talk, man. I wanted to come to a common agreement, and like, we're not there. So I got to do what I got to do, and I got to send you the only way I know how. Man, I wish you had a better life. And then um, the the whole, as he goes for attack with his great club, the great club just turns bright gold, and he just smites the thing. So I expend a hard heart, and I you do an additional. You Matt's face right now. <laughs> Oh, I forgot you had divine. Uh, yeah, that's my forty-eight radiant so, damage. So, so go ahead and roll your. You already attacked, so go ahead and roll your damage. Yeah. So my <laughs> first set of damage was six, but then I get to roll four d eight. Three d eight. Three d eight. My bad. Three d eight for. Um, Just the, roll it to see what you get. Just to see what we have. I'll let you know. He had this thing had two hit points left. <laughs> yeah. 
was so, barely holding on to whatever undead life that it had. Um, so it takes a total of um, it's six points of bludgeoning, eight points of radiant. 14 okay. points in total. So that would be six points of bludgeoning, you said? Six points of bludgeoning. And 16 points of radiant. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and nice. this thing just completely dis, dis, it just evaporated, more or less. Nice shot. And Jonah just looked, what? I don't, what was that? Magic, buddy. You got the touch. You still have movement. Uh, Jonah, uh, at, at this time, um, the movement is... Um, no, he's got to stay where he is. Stay where he is. Okay. He's got to stay where he is. He's got to guard the hole. Garrick. Yes. Your turn. Uh, so is Armadus safely up on the... Armadus safely up. Okay. Uh, do I need to take a turn to take my rope back? Because I want to take that with me. I can just... We're going to say that you do that. That's oh, fine. sweet. Okay. Uh, no problem. And none of these bad guys are currently visible to me. There's only the one thing that's been the the, the poltergeisty yeah. thing that you, no one's been able to see. Yeah. Uh, that's still around. That's throwing people off. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Get in the shit hole. Do I have a soup pot by any chance? You do not have a soup pot. Ah! Uh, why can't I get a soup pot? You could get a soup pot. You can take it off my belt. <laughs> <laughs> All sexy like. Now I really, I really wish that I knew The early morning adult dungeoning sessions are drastically different. Friday night! Adult dungeoning after dark. After hours. Uh, With I, me, okay. the goo. <laughs> God damn it, goo. We're gonna fucking find your agent in the monster. <laughs> All right. We're gonna, feed, we're gonna feed your agent to the wolves. Uh, what are you gonna do, Garrett? I want to move over to the hole, I baby. <laughs> oh, thank you. Eric wants to be in the hole. Eric, so like okay, so you can make if you want. So so you can want to make a. Do you want to? Do you want to just? Are you gonna? Just dash. You're gonna just dive into the hole. Just dash in the well, hole. I want to get next to it. I don't think I want to go right in. I got to go right in the hole. I want to get to know it a little bit before I jump right in. I mean, the other guys got thrown down, so I kind of want to see what's going on. If it, okay, I'm, I'm going to let you you know right now. If you stay out here, uh-huh. right now there is still a spirit entity that's out here that could attack and really hurt you. Okay. Azed is on the ladder, so you could try to like slide down. Next, I would I would allow that to happen. Okay. But you do what you want to do, man. Yeah, I see. You I think you. I want to. I think I want to just like. I don't want to be last man down the hole, but That's I want to make some other people are, are down there before I get down there. Okay. I got a bow, so I can <laughs> shoot stuff. You can't see it, though. I know, but maybe I can. Maybe, a, I don't know, maybe a tiger will attack. I don't know. I have no idea what's going to happen. But I think before I jump down the hole, I want to make sure others are safe. Would you please down move Garrick uh, closer to the hole? There you go. That's yeah. fine. So you, that's your movement. Uh, you can also hold your action. Uh, to do something, so that if something else happens, then you can do something. Yeah, like a reaction. I'm gonna hold my action to make it a reaction. So what are you gonna What are you gonna wait for? So so something has. This is the problem with holding actions. You have to wait for something to to happen. Yeah. Uh, so a specific do, thing. Like for I'm gonna help since you're new to this. I'm gonna help you out. Yeah. So for please. example, uh, you could say I'm gonna wait for Armada to get here, and then I'm gonna jump down the hole with her. I'm just saying, since you were both over there towards the edge of the map, that's, come true. 
Um, <clears throat> can I, so who else is not, like, who else is not in the hole right now? Only Azette's, Azette's in the hole. the only one in the okay. hole. And his cat. And the cat. And the cat. And, uh, can I wait? Let me see. I think the last man down the hole should be... Jonah. I think Jonah, yeah. Yeah. Jonah. So once everyone except Jonah is down the hole, I want to go down the hole. So my action would be once everybody except Jonah is down the hole, uh, I will jump oh, down that's, the hole I will, I will allow for that. That's totally fine. Okay. Uh, Azette, you are next. I'm going to start climbing down the ladder. Okay, you start climbing down the ladder. Uh, you take your full movement to go down the ladder? Yes. Okay, uh, as you continue to full move, move down, you, you move down the ladder, move out of the way, move, move down, 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 uh, it keeps descending. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see up above you, you see all the people above you, and you see plenty of space up above mm-hmm. you. You're gonna do anything else, or you're just gonna take your full movement and dash and thing to go like that? Um, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna, I don't wanna dash. Can you dash on a ladder? Either it's, way, I don't want to. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, and I'm just gonna go a movement to Great. so I don't get too far ahead of everybody. Gotcha. Armada, you're next. Hello. <clears throat> Hello. Um, my walking speed is 25 feet. You can do a full movement and then a dash to get there. I would like to do that. Yeah. So you so then what you can then do is you can then basically jump in the hole. I would like to jump in the hole. Armada jumps in the <laughs> hole. So like, well, I'm not even going to have it. There's, there's no need for an athletics check. You just kind of just climb in and just start climbing down the ladder. Azette's out of the way. Uh, great. That is your turn. Amazing. Barney is next, and then Ember. Uh, Barney's going to take Jonah's advice and get in the hole. You get in that hole, Barney, my dude. He's going to dash uh, down the hole. You fall, you, you, so he you does fall. the thing where he just like grabs the sides of the ladder and then like relaxes his palms and slides down it. Follow. Follow. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say you don't you you, you do got, that in, in a way so you don't arms big enough. So you you so you don't knock Armada down. Yeah. I'm gonna make sure that there doesn't happen. There might be goo at the bottom. Please don't do that. I'm everywhere. <laughs> Shut up, goo. Barney goes into the hole. He's exploring uh, the cavern. Ember. He's exploring the magic cavern. Uh, cool. Uh, Ember's gonna use her action to dash down the hole. And with her bonus action, she's going to command her elemental to teleport these idiots down the hole. To where? 15 feet down. Okay! <laughs> Listen, now no one's on I the I am not a willing subject. Yeah, don't you have to ask for consent for that Listen, kind of stuff? Listen, I'm going to jump down the hole, then I'm going to take both of you down the hole. How's that sound? I'm not a willing... Jonah's like, I'm going to fall. If you do that, I'm going to fall. That's a fair point. I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> So are you doing anything with the wildfire fire spirit, or is it just following you down? Uh, we can hover. So like, uh, wildfires. I'm gonna tell the wildfire spirit to take a blind shot at the poltergeist. Give me a shot with disadvantage. Okay. Well, first uh, it goes after me, so I'm already in the hole. Yep. Both fifteens. So a twenty-two to hit the to hit the poltergeist. That's, that's going to hit. No, no, uh, I don't take, have. I have, take the higher. higher one. Yeah, take the higher one. The, or in this lower one is this one is it's disadvantage. So, but both fourteen, fifteen. So, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Roll, roll damage. Uh, it's going to be one d six plus two. I'll explain when the mics off. Five. Okay. I have plus then, seven to hit. And then Garrick should be able to activate his action now, right? Because yes. everybody else, everybody else, everybody but, else in the hole. But okay. but Jonah's in there. So then you go in. I'm down. Garrick in the hole, baby. Well, Jonah, you are the last to go in. I should mention. However, the, uh, oh. Matt, can I mention? Dino, 
What's up? Uh, the wildfire spirit is not on the ladder since it can hover. It can hover. That's fine. Yeah. It's not your turn. I know. I can. I know. Turn. I know. I know. Oh no! I know. She knows. <laughs> she knows. Does a twenty hit? Yeah, it does. Does Jonah die? Uh, I want to. I want to ask a flavor thing if he if he does go above my hit points. It's eleven hit points. That's exactly what you needed. Now here's the. Can I can I make a flavor thing? Okay. Can Jonah hole. fall forward? One hundred percent. Jonah can fall forward. At this one instant, you all see just Jonah at the top. This invisible thing punch. His eyes go, and he just. And Here's so, yeah. so so Jonah so so Jonah gets hit by this thing, and this incredible force just slams into Jonah, and you see Jonah fall over you, falling and just cascading, and you see the light in his eyes completely just goes out and Jonah begins to fall. The force of that hit, that just hit, also <laughs> closes the top oh. of the lid. All right? Oh, nice. Thanks, idiot. And... <laughs> it wasn't his fault. As Jonah... And we'll figure out what happens when we come back. Thank you very much for joining us for today's episode of the Playing for Laughs podcast. I've been your host, Game Master, Matt Drew Wetcard. Around the table are the Playing for Laughs players, Caleb Christensen-Fletcher, Eric Darrell-Wardley, Amanda Dehan, Keith Anktel. Uh Today was Daniel Edgerton-Dickey. Uh, Evan couldn't be here today. So uh, that's who we are. If you want more information about us as a troop, go to playingforlaughs.com. You can find all the information about our improv shows, the podcasts, anything like that you might be interested in. If you want to get in contact with us, that's the best way to do it. I'd also like to thank Tabletop Audio for the background music for tonight's episode. I love their stuff. They don't sponsor this podcast, but I'm using their things, and so I want to make sure that we, you know, share out the stuff that we use because it is amazing. Great background music for any TCRPG or mood you're trying to set. Amazing stuff. TabletopAudio.com. Easy to find. Easy to use. Go on. Subscribe to them. Support their Patreon. Uh, great, great, great service. Great, great product. Just a quick note about this episode. This is part one of a two-parter. We wound up recording enough to make two full episodes, and so we decided to make them into that. And so this is a good breaking point. We broke here, and so you'll hear the next part in our next release. Also want to make sure you go out and support The Theater Project, which is a great local place where wonderful shows happen, and it's a great way to support community theater for all ages. So make sure you check out thetheaterproject.com for any and all upcoming shows happening there. We greatly appreciate you taking the time to listen. Hopefully you're liking and subscribing and all that other good stuff like you can, and rating, etc. All those things help us out, and we appreciate it. And... Hopefully we'll uh, connect next time. Thanks again for listening.
was born this way. <laughs> I got an eye stock for that beholder. <laughs>